Welcome to Terrific Tips for Business, where we help you catch the ideas that stick. The point of the podcast is to help you overcome hurdles so you can master your business. I'm your host, Terry Watkins, owner and chief idea catcher at SpinFrogs Consulting, where I work with small business owners to find the pitfalls in their marketing and lift them to success. Let's get to the show. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to introduce a new friend of mine whom I've met through an amazing association called Women's Prosperity Network. And this wonderful woman helps people just be and feel amazing. And I can't wait to introduce you to her. So here's here's what I want you to think about before I before I divulge too much information about her. Have you ever just zoned out while watching watching a flickering flame, like a candle flame or even a fire. I know it's fire season. So I, I personally sit around and watch the fire a lot. Or have you ever cried while watching a sad movie? I cried just the other day watching It's a Wonderful Life. It was an amazing movie. It's the first time I've ever really seen that movie. Sad to say, but it was great and I really enjoyed it. Or have you ever just been really absorbed in a book or in a movie that you kind of tuned out or lost track of everything that's happening in your surrounding environment. Perhaps you've experienced the highway hypnosis. Uh, My husband told me about this when we were in college and it scared the crap out of me. He said there were several mornings that he wasn't quite awake yet when he got in the car to drive to school and wasn't really sure how he got there, but arrived at the school. And I was like, don't tell me these things. (laughs) (laughs) But we all do this, right? These are all things that happen to us as human beings as part of our human existence. But let me ask you this. Can you use your imagination, which is what's needed to connect with those books and movies? Can you use your imagination if you can to be hypnotized by chance? Have you ever been hypnotized? Now, I'm not talking about the hypnosis games that people see when you go to like a, a show or a fair where they're making people cluck like chickens or miss numbers in the uh, in the letters um, alphabet, you know, or miss uh, letters in the alphabet, things like that. I'm talking about hypnosis to help you overcome a challenge that you might be having. You know, they they have these things out that I've heard about for years and years and years. Um, hypnosis to overcome smoking, hypnosis to do weight loss, right? Well, Deb Nye is a multifaceted human being, much like all of us, right? We've talked about all of these different ways that we connect to ourselves or connect with specific things in our environment. She has acquired endless amounts of education and skills to assist her clients in having a comfortable place to reside in. As a realtor, as a hypnosis therapist, hypnotherapist even, (laughs) Deb intends to assist those who seek a better way of life. And I know that if you're listening to this show, you're one of these people. You're looking for a better way of life. That's why you tune in. That's why you listen every week to the amazing conversations that we're having here. Beginning in 1995, she performed remote hypnosis on clients like famous Edgar Cayce, Casey, 
After attending several schools, both in New York and Pennsylvania, proficient in advanced hypnosis, she sought out more knowledge to better deepen her relationships and assistance with her clients. Deb is now also a Reiki master, a life coach, as well as holding certifications in neurolinguistic programming, Erickson, transpersonal, and introspective and surrogate telepathic hypnosis therapies. All of these are aiding in the transformation of lives around the country and across the world. Today, Deb uses a blend of all of these things into solutions for her clients so that they can heal the challenges that may be facing them in their daily life. And I want you to tap into this conversation as best you can. If you're driving, obviously, don't close your eyes. Mm -hmm. I want you to keep your eyes on the road. But if you're able to just allow yourself to tap really into this conversation, because I have a feeling this is going to be something really unique and not like anything we've ever heard of before. So Deb, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I'm so excited too. Um, So you have a very interesting journey. You've been a realtor and now you've been doing this hypnosis thing for, for quite a while. I have to ask, why hypnosis of all of the things that you could do? Why hypnosis? That's a very unique skill. You know, uh, that is such a great question. Nobody's ever asked me that before. So, um, gosh, like I've always kind of been into that other world, if you know what I mean. So I've always kind of been in the over other world, but I grew up in a construction company family. So I'm also an operator, so I can do like the big excavators and, and all of that. Um, but I've always kind of been on there. And literally, I was walking down the streets of Saratoga, New York. If you've ever been there, it's beautiful. Um, and walking down the streets of Saratoga, New York, and a girl tapped me on my shoulder and asked me if I would be interested. And I was like, oh, all right, I'm just like walking down the street shopping. And she tapped me on the shoulder. So I kind of figured it was for me. <laughs> right? Because who who really in 1995 is going to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, would you like to be hypnotized? Would you like to help people? And, and right. there you go. That's where it started. In, in Sarasota, New York, of all places, now I'm from upstate New York and in upstate New York, people don't tap people. We... <laughs> Exactly. We walk across the street to avoid each other in upstate New York because we just are grumpy people. <laughs> But can you, but so then you can totally imagine where you're, and you're like, wait, wait, what? Okay. Yeah. There must've yeah. been something about the energy that you were putting off that she saw and was like, Ooh, she would be amazing at this. And, and we did some very, I have no other word to explain this Terry, except for trippy. We had some very trippy experiences. Well, Edgar Casey is called the sleeping prophet and he's back in the 1800s. Well, he would go into a state of hypnosis and people would, um, people would um, hire him to go in a state of hypnosis to find out what was wrong with him, what, what was wrong with them. Mm. All right. And then you do like this body scan. Oh, I have seen some crazy things. There was one guy who um, his wife hired us because he's an alcoholic. 
and he was so bad that literally when I went into hypnosis, he looked like a shark bit him. So it was a matter of, yeah, finding out where the shark came from. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds weird, but it... (laughs) It's but no, but in the metaphysical space, it is very weird. And I think when I think of hypnosis, I think of like um, a waking or yeah, like a waking meditation. So you're you're awake, um, but your conscious brain is sleeping. It's your subconscious brain that's awake. And and that's really where our answers lay most of the time is in the subconscious. And our conscious brain is, is its job is to filter that, is to be here to protect us from that so that we can live our lives. But our subconscious brain controls everything else. It controls everything around us. So we have to get the conscious brain out of the way so we can address the issues of the subconscious brain. So when I'm thinking of hypnosis, that's what I think of. I think of this like meditation where somebody is basically guiding you through a meditation. They're asking the questions that we can't ask ourselves, Right. So that we can learn to get out of our own way. Very good. Yes. It helps with that. It helps with, um, we've had um, some where maybe you were in a coma in the hospital mm-hmm. and couldn't talk, where you connect that way to find out if there's anything else that you need, if you need any help. And it's been really progressing to the point where it will actually open you up for um, ascension. Mm. So it will open up those portals inside of you to be a little bit more um, grounded, more open. Um, Mm. That's really where it's been headed, I'd say, in the last maybe five years. I would imagine in a hospital environment, in, in, in today's world, with how prevalent being in the hospital is for so many families and so many people, having a a loved one who is in a coma who cannot talk about their needs being able to bring in somebody like yourself to assess what's really going on in there and connect with them so that you can have a conversation with them basically without words and be able to figure out how can we best serve this person's needs what is it that's holding them in this space and can we lift it from inside so that they can wake up on the outside and that's very interesting. Have you been part of any of those kinds I of, have. I yeah, have. it is so emotional. Oh, I'm it's sure. So emotional. Oh, I'm sure. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. So Deb, what's been like as a woman in business in this, a really unique space, what's been like the biggest challenge for you that you've had to overcome in, in the years that you've been doing it? Cause you've been doing this for quite some time. Well, I'm going to have to go back because it's all pretty much um, commingled with, I started in, um, again, I was brought up in a construction company, right? Was brought up and then I was doing commercial real estate before residential real estate. And then the hypnosis, all of which somehow or another became very male dominant businesses, Mm -hmm. right? And, and what I think the thing that helps you do this, whatever, getting through life 
is understanding that we're all really humans, male, female, whatever. And, and being in this hypnosis world, it has helped because you find out that maybe if you do believe in past lives, which I am one of those that do 100% subscribe to that, mm -hmm. I've seen it, know now that you used to be a man, that you used to be a woman if you're a man. So we're all, we're just souls, right? In a meat suit. <laughs> yes, totally. I could totally see that. And I've, I'm one of those people that does subscribe to um, past lives. Uh, I, I see a reflexologist on a monthly basis. I work with aromatherapists for essential oils needs. And, you know, we all have both in us Agreed. and we, I, I love to, to use the terminology actually that I heard through um, one of our, our thought leaders that are in the world today who talks about the different levels of energy. And there are four levels of energy that we all possess at all times. And we can tap into those different energies at different times. And one of them is Zeus energy. One of them is goddess energy. One of them is fun energy. Can't remember what the fourth one is off the top of my head, but Zeus energy is male and goddess energy is female and fun play energy. Excitement energy is like child like mm -hmm. energy, you know, and all of these different energies exist within each one of us. And in whichever one is the old um, Native American saying goes, whichever wolf you feed is the wolf that becomes more dominant. Agreed. Um, so all of those four energies exist within all of us. So whichever, which energy we spend the most time in, or we spent, we pay the most attention to is going to be the one that shows up more regularly for us. Right. And that's part of the point with the hypnosis is blending all those modalities that I've acquired over the years, blending them together to, to literally come in and help you, whatever you're looking for. I have one client that is looking for uh, a, a little more relief in her, um, uh, what do I want to say? I want to say this the right way. Um, stronger with her relationship with her husband. Mm. And I don't necessarily want to say it's, you know, self-esteem because I don't think that that's really what it is. But anyway, so you, you mold all of these different modalities together in order to, because you have an intake form and you gotta, cause you don't go on what you think somebody needs. You go on what they are looking for. Sure. And that's, I've seen that very, very much in this business too, where you'll see a lot of people kind of do what they want to do. And that's not our goal. That's not, our, the goal is to do what they're looking for. And sometimes when they go into the, the hypnosis, they'll find something else that they want to go after. But pretty much my clients are one or two visits, not very much after that. There are a lot of people now that much like Facebook are becoming addicted and they become addicted to the hypnosis because you're going into another place. It's just like alcohol. It's just like anything. So you have to be cognizant of that too. Mm. So I was going to ask, have you found that uh, this, this place that we're in from a social standpoint, have you found that that has made it more challenging for people to tap into some of their other 
strengths, maybe, uh, maybe hide some of those other strengths that they have in the name of focusing only on the one wolf instead of the other. Does that make sense? Yeah, I do. It does make sense, but it has been my experience, my joy that it has not gone that way, that people have literally been learning balance and learning to feed all the, the pack, yeah. right? Feed the pack and, and, and grow. It's just exciting to see, it's just exciting to see people where they were, yeah. say a year ago, say two, two months ago, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, it's just truly amazing. I mean, I have, I've had clients that have been sex addicts hurting their families. They don't want to hurt their families, you know, and then, and now they have these great relationships. It's exciting. It's, amazing. it's exciting. They're, they're literally figuring out something isn't right here. And I think that is what the virus did. It helped us. It helped us go back in here and focus and say, okay, something, something isn't right. Let me seek out the answers. Yeah. Time in front of a computer, you're going, Oh, what about this? And Google, what about this? And Google, what about this? And then somewhere along the line, somebody says, why don't you call Deb? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I think that in, for many people, the virus has been very challenging. Um, it's been heartbreaking. It's been economically devastating. I agree. And also it has been very positive for a lot of people. They have tapped into themselves. They have found ways to better serve each other and support each other. They have, they have just become more. They've really, truly tapped into what they can access because they've had the time. Like all of a sudden you're not spending an hour driving to and from the office every day. That's an extra hour that you have in your life. All of a sudden you're, you're able to end work right at five o'clock. So you get to have time with your family. Well, when you have time with your family, you, like you just said, notice things that aren't quite right. Something's not quite right with me. Something's not quite right with my mom, my kid, my dad, whatever, whoever is living with you, that you start to notice these things and you're seeking more and more people are seeking the answers in the solutions. So is there a tip or a habit um, that you can help our listeners with that might let them know hypnosis is, is a good option for them to find their answers? I think it's a good answer or option for everyone. Like one, I love your coffee cup. <laughs> I, I think it's a great option for everyone. 100%. Um, I, I would like to just suggest uh, people to meditate. Even if you don't see me do that one beautiful thing for yourself. It doesn't have to take a long time. I tell people to like roll their neck around, you know, a couple of times because then you loosen up that area because it really when you're meditating, I don't know why we don't really go to the feet as much, but it's your spine. Your spine connects everything all the way up to your head. So if you rotate your head around a couple of times and you, what I call box breathing. So you breathe out for four, then hold it, then um, inhale, then hold it. So like, if you want to just do one quick one, you go one,
hold again. So if you do box breathing four times, inhaling, holding, exhaling, holding, inhaling, and you do that for four times, you're focusing on the box and nothing else. And when you get out of that box, you go, gosh, it's not so bad. Or things become clearer. You'll notice that there's always three options to every problem. Always. Always three options to every problem. And um, yeah, I think that's where I would start with everybody. But I definitely think hypnosis can help 100% of the people 100% of the time. So... I've heard, and, and I think we've all heard at some point or another, the value of taking little naps, I guess, if you want to call them throughout the day, mm-hmm. is this concept of doing this box breathing kind of like getting that moment of, of rest in between? It 100% is. Okay. I mean, I want everybody to have that goal that they're meditating at least three times a day. But if you can't, that one o'clock in the afternoon is noon, depending on when you start your day. But that that time always seems to be a very good time to just let go of the morning, get into the nothingness, the isness, the now. Mm-hmm. Then you can continue the ne- next part of the the day as if it was brand new again. Mm-hmm right? You come home or you're at home, the kids start yelling, you know, husband, wife, they start yelling, why don't you ever do this? Or just take that moment, go in the bathroom, pretend you have to go to the bathroom, sit there, right? Just sit there quiet for a minute and go into the nothingness and breathe. And you'll be amazed when you open that door, how different things are. Yeah. 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 It's interesting um, because there was some study done and I don't remember what school did it, if it was Stanford or Harvard, but it was one of them um, where they had studied the effects of sleep for memory. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they talked about and the reason that sleep is so important, especially for kids, is so that they can lock in what they're learning as they're learning it so that they can apply it because those are the fundamentals of life, right? They need to be able to apply those lessons later on. But somewhere along the way, as adults, we forget that. And so this box breathing concept really gives us permission to to lock in what we've learned, what we've done, what we've accomplished for the morning, for that client, for that podcast, <laughs> for that, whatever it is that you're doing before you move on to the next one. And not only that, I mean, we've talked about breathing on this show a lot. Um, we've had some amazing breathing experts come in and share different breathing techniques, the ribbon technique and, and now the box technique and a couple of other ones over the course of this year. And it's interesting. The yeah, effect, breathing, breathing is essential for life. <laughs> it's, it's essential, first of all, and it is an automatic process. It is something that you're going to do without thinking about it. Yes. But we don't breathe to our fullest capacity without thinking about it. Agreed. And we have to train ourselves to do it because our lungs need more oxygen than what our brain allows it to get. Right. Our blood needs oxygen. Our skin needs oxygen. 
There is not a fiber, a cell in our body that does not need it. Yeah. Awesome. So people who have never done any kind of meditation, and I have friends who are like, I cannot meditate. I can't sit still for, for very long. And I'm like, I get it. I was that person. I've gotten significantly better. <laughs> I can now sit still and meditate. Although I will say meditating in the morning before I get out of bed often leads to falling back to sleep. Um, <laughs> so is there a tip that you can give for somebody who's never meditated before in life? And maybe they're afraid of what they might find if they do it. Well, it, I don't think that you'd ever be afraid to find what you would find in a meditation, but, um, advice that I could give them for, there's just so many healing things that happen when you meditate. And if we go back through history, look at Edgar Casey back in the 1800s. And, and this has been an ongoing, I mean, it's, it's noted in the Bible. There just, it's been there forever. Okay there's a reason that it's been there forever. And for whatever reason, somebody told us that it's not important to do in the last hundred years mm -hmm. is wrong. And that's what we're doing right now. This is a self-correct time. So either you're going to get on it or you're not going to get on it. And which would you rather choose? Would you rather choose to be one of the ones that really wants to lead a better quality of life? Or do you want to be one of the ones that's sitting over here on the shelf saying, oh, well, the world sucks. Everybody I know is sick. You know, life has handed me a bad set of cards. Well, here's one way I'm, I'm, I'm literally telling you a key to get out of there. And it's meditation. You think, How the hell is meditation going to help me? It's one of the processes that has been scribed through history that will alleviate some of the clutter in our minds because our minds are so busy telling us what they think is right and true. And often it is a perception point in case you're a young girl, five years old, six years old, and you're walking across the street with your dad, right? And you go to grab his hands and he swats you out of the way. You take that personally your entire life. I wasn't worth going across the street with you, my dad until in hypnosis, you find out that you went back to that point in time to find out that there was a car that was in the way and had your dad not swatted you out of the way, you might've gotten hit by that car, mm. but you don't remember those things. Yeah. Yeah. So because it is all about our, our memory plays tricks on us. It's really important to understand the function of the brain and how the brain works. And I was a psychology major in school. So one of the things that they really look at from a neuroscience standpoint, which is the study of the human brain, is that our memories are like 85% wrong. Wrong. Wrong, They're wrong. Accurate. Yeah. No, so I'm not saying that bad things don't happen to bad to good people. I'm not, I'm never saying that. Right. But it is from my understanding of what I've learned in this process, in this lifetime, that we were, we chose to come here. We chose to come here and learn something. And we're not going to learn it by sitting in our corner complaining. We have to get out there get that child vibe inside of us, living, laughing, 
get outside in the world and experience life. Now, if you had something bad happen to you, rape, abuse, whatever, it's part of that experience. It's part of that growing learning knowledge that, that we have to get you past. And I'm not saying that you're not hurt now and that something you know horrible, horrific happened to you. But let's now move you from that place, no longer shackling you, no longer holding you back so that you can live a happy, fun, childlike life. Yes. And what, what have you seen for people who have undergone, like who've had that kind of trauma in their past, Mm -hmm. what have you seen has been the biggest change for them when they undergo a hypnosis session with you? So they, they've had this trauma in their past. What, what happens on the other end for them? My, my immediate, when I do a follow-up is their face looks completely different. Their skin looks different. Their face looks different. Their eyes look different. I see a lot of people like shed weight after that because it's weight is a protection. Well, you know that from psychology. And so I see that like they'll shed their weight. Um, What are other things? Oh, communication's huge. Like they're communicating in not such a um, high and low vibration you know it's all or nothing all or nothing it's mm. no longer that it's more of a more of a flow more consistent yeah so does that have an effect for them on their income on their relationship everything it has an in thank you yes it, terry it has an impact on everything like 360 wow I'm, and that's what I mean. That's what's, that's, what's fulfilling about it too, is that it only takes like one or two visits, mm-hmm. sometimes a little bit more. It depends on, on how resistant you've been conditioned yourself to be, but usually it's one or two visits. And think about that. Like that is a snap of time. It's a speck of sand on Daytona beach. Exactly. Well, especially when we think about psychology or psychiatrists or therapy in the traditional sense could take years, years and years and years to uncover what the real problem is. And most of the time, therapists, their job is to find the diagnosis as quickly as possible so that they could get you some kind of chemical balancing treatment or so that they can recommend you refer you to, to some other doctor for something that you might need, or so that they know what they need to focus on when they're in the therapy sessions. So it's really interesting to think about, not only are you looking at the past, but you're looking at the past in a way that's actually going to address it now yeah. and not in six months, six years yeah. from now, but right well, now. The things that I say all the time, like you make that appointment, right? You make the appointment with the therapist. So you have to schedule, you have to make sure that your insurance covers it. Then you make the appointment, you get in the car, put gas in the car, you drive there, you get there, you wait in the waiting room, fill out the paperwork, you get inside the office for an hour appointment, you're probably 45 minutes talking to the therapist. And in that 45 minutes, you just about get out what you want to speak about, right? And ding, 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 time's up. Get back in the car, drive home right? Reschedule the appointment three weeks later. And it might be a completely different answer or completely different scenario that you're looking for Mm -hmm. where you can spend, 
I know it's a little bit of a lengthy time, but the first appointment is anywhere from three and a half to four hours, believe it or not. Mm. Um, but think about that. Like, I don't leave till you're ready. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's very important. And, and you uncover, bam, you, you just, it's just so exciting. It's just so exciting to help so many people in such a quick, quick period of time. And it is my contention, my attention to this, that when, um, like therapy, right? You, you, you start with the therapy and everything and they want to keep you there. I mean, they want to help you, but they also want to keep you there because then it's one less client that they have. I come from the world of there's what, 70 billion people in the world. I can't get to all of them in this lifetime, mm-hmm. but if I help you and in turn, when you are helped, you emanate this new energy with the people around you and changing their lives, then changing their lives and changing their lives. So are you saying it's the Scrooge syndrome? <laughs> we just watched, we just watched, it's holiday season, y'all. If you're listening <laughs> to this after Christmas, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's holiday season. And we just watched um, Mr. Scrooge and, last night and the one with Jim Carrey, of course. And we, it's, he went through this awareness this awakening through the ghost of christmas past the ghost of christmas present and the ghost of christmas future and it changed him and when he changed he changed the lives of everybody around him yeah. entirely so yeah. it's the it's the same concept it's yeah. the scrooge concept <laughs> or ripple effect yeah too funny i love that i was able to pull in a holiday reference that's fun yeah yeah (laughs) uh yeah so have you dev have you gone through uh hypnosis for yourself oh my gosh can you like share what that was like for you oh it was um it was it was eye-opening there were things in my life that i didn't think that were there that were there for real Mm -hmm. and you know like because you always say well I wonder if that really happened you know so you go back through and and you under and you have to be accepting for what you learn when you're there um because I have been in an abusive situation very young Mm -hmm. and I always wondered well was it real or wasn't it real you know so then and then when you uncover it then you have to go "Hmm, all right how am I going to process that mm-hmm. knowing when, because you have that healing within you. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do I put this? Um, it's someone that I see on an often often basis, mm-hmm. but w- it was in that time frame in that world. And so I chose to put it into that box on the shelf in that world that no longer affects me and allows me to have a better voice. It allows me to have better freedom with my friendships and people that I know, love and trust, right? Um, And it helps me to trust better too. It has definitely allowed me to trust better. You know, I would probably be one of those people that would be addicted to the hypnosis because it's such a beautiful world there. And the things that you see, I'm telling you, the growth in, in people wanting to open up their gifts, psychic gifts and all of that 
has been coming through huge through hypnosis. People come through this way to speed the process up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And there are whole communities and, and networks that exist for the purpose of retreats and wellness and that kind of thing. Before we get too much further along, Deb, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Because I know right now somebody listening is probably thinking, gosh, I wonder what's there that's holding me back. Right. So how well, can I, you- I have a website. I have a website, which is www.youryourlife, L-I-F-E, the number two life.com. Oh, and you can also find me on Facebook. And speaking of retreats, I actually have one coming up in Cancun on um, in March, the end of March, so where we're going and we're doing the regressions and we're doing some body work. And yeah, it's yeah. going to be exciting. So it's one of those like get away and get it done things. Yeah. Nobody else is there to disturb you. Right. So how does that translate when we go and we do a retreat? How does that translate back to our normal life? Because it's really easy to say, well, that was just vacation. Right. Like, how do we bring it back with us? Well, that's part of the neuro-linguistic programming that we do in the hypnosis while you're there so that it's not like you're like quick, like I'm a new person when I get home, but that you integrate it so that they can cope with, your people at home can cope with the changes that you just experienced and want to hold as part of your life. Hmm. So it's a process. This isn't an overnight solution. Retreats are not an overnight. Well, they are within yourself. They are within your mind. They are within your, your soul. However, you still have the people around you that you, because we're all connected in a way, right? Mm -hmm. They might not be on the same train that you're on. So, but you're on the same rail. Gotcha. We just got to align our cars so that we can couple exactly. back up again. Yeah. 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 Okay. We just got to get them. If everybody, if the whole family came on the retreat together, wouldn't that be exciting? Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's kind of like what I, the one thing that has been really, I think, awesome about the COVID thing is the retreats happening in your own living room. For a lot of these people who hold these workshops and hold these kinds of retreats, being able to do them virtually. Well, now your family is here. This is your life. Everything is present right where it always is. So you're dealing with this stuff and you're able to influence yourself and everyone around you right now. So it makes it much more immediate and probably much more lasting if I had to guess. Right, right. That's why I do a lot of them on Zoom now where, you know, you'd have people come in you'd go there. A lot of times you'd go there because it's more comfortable in their own home into the field that change. Um, but now I do them on Zoom, they're recorded. And then oh, you can play them over and over again. Oh, see, that's beautiful too. I love that. I love that. All right. So if there was one thing you wish you knew when you were getting started, what would it be? Oh, just do it. Walk that fi- Walk through that fire. That yeah. date with destiny, just do it quick. Boom, get in there, do it. Yeah. You know, don't waffle. Gotcha. So yeah. have you have you gone to a Tony Robbins date with destiny? I have not gone to <laughs> I have not gone to a Tony Robbins date with destiny. I however did the Tony Robbins virtually during you know this setback time. Uh-huh. And um or reset. 
The great reset. The great reset of 2020. Hindsight 2020 is never going to mean the same thing ever again. No. Mm -mm. No. But yeah, Tony Robbins, that would be fun. That would be fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that I could do that though. I know I could walk through fire. I know, knowing what I know now, I could do, not a doubt. I've done little things. Okay, this is another thing that the, the hypnosis and the meditation helps. I was in, um, I was, <laughs> during the summer, I was standing behind a boat, drinking a beer, relaxing, right? Talking to friends and you saw the wave runners going behind. So then the waves start going and you're like, hmm, I'm going to take a step back. I take a step back. It wasn't enough. The boat came up, came down and the propeller smashed on top of my foot broke my foot. I healed my foot through Mm. hypnosis and meditation. Mm. I last year, was it last year? Got in a four-wheeler accident and cracked my hip. Mm. Not saying, I am not saying that you shouldn't seek medical profession. You know, I'm not saying that, but I'm telling you that I healed my hip through hypnosis and meditation. Mm. 100%. 100%. I walk. I, yep. And I'm, if I could show you my foot, I would, I'm going to send you a picture. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because you wouldn't believe it. I mean, the scar is still there. Everything is still there. You can see the dent, but I can wear high heels. I can wear shoes. I walk, I hike, not a problem. Interesting. If you would have seen, yeah, the, the crack, you would have been like, holy Hannah. <laughs> It's a very powerful tool. It's absolutely a very powerful tool. It is incredibly important that it's used the right way. Um, And the people that are using it have the right intentions. So what's a question that somebody should ask a person who is a hypnotherapist or is a a past life trans regression therapist or, or somebody who does that kind of work, what's a question that, that somebody who's seeking that help should ask them to know if they have the right intentions? Well, you could ask a million questions and somebody could be so scripted to give you all the right answers, right? When you think, yeah, so true. if I was, if I was to give you any advice, I would say do a zoom, do a live, do a meet, do a Facebook, do a, a FaceTime, whatever but get in front face-to-face with someone and have a dialogue and find out if your energies match, if you have that gut feeling within you that says, this is a good person. I want to, I want help from this person. I want to be guided to help myself because I got to change the way I say that. I want to be guided to help myself with the help of this person because no one is a healer. We can help. Well, you can heal yourself but you can't look to me to be your healer. You can't look to someone else because I have this crystal in my hand that I'm a crystal healer for you, but that crystal could help you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not the healer. I can facilitate the healing ability within you. Mm. I am not that, that healer. I think that was a very, very important point you just made. Even in the Western medicine world, Our doctors are only here to help us heal ourselves. They cannot heal us for us. Agreed. We have to make the decision that healing is what we want. Agreed. And then we have to seek out 
that those guides to help us, the people who are, the people who we feel are going to be the best solution for us, because there is no one answer, right? There's no one secret key. Correct. 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 It is just like, just like me seeking out all of these other modalities, right? To put them all together, to put them all together to, so that at least if this comes up, then I know how to do this, or if this comes up, I know how to do this, right? Mm -hmm. But it still is all you, 100% you that is healing yourself. I'm just, I've learned tips and tricks along the way to say maybe the right word at the right time or a pause at the right time for you to go a little deeper mm-hmm. for you to like maybe make a right turn instead of a left turn. And we all need that person. Sometimes we all need somebody to help stand above us with binoculars on and say, go left. Exactly. Go, go left. <laughs> hard right. Hard right. <laughs> right. And we need that person to ask the questions because if it's, it's the anal- analogy I use all the time in business, right? We're, we're in business and we're too close to it. Have you ever been hiking in the woods and, and you're on the trail and all of a sudden there's another thing that looks like it could possibly be the trail off to the right. And then another thing that looks like it could possibly be the trail off to the left. And you ask yourself, is that the trail or am I on the trail? Mm-hmm. And you can't tell because you're on the trail. Right. But if you had somebody that was in the trees above you that said, nope, you have to go to the right. Yeah. That's where the trail is. Wouldn't that be helpful? That's what a guide does is, is ask the right questions to help you find the trail again, because we cannot see the forest through the trees. Mm-hmm. And we, we are often too close to ourselves to ask ourselves the right questions to right. get us to the best possible answers. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Deb, this has been absolutely fantastic. You are absolutely a wealth of knowledge and an amazing resource. Thank you for sharing your gift with us today. Thank you for the tip of the box breathing. And give us that um, website one more time so we can look up that retreat that you have coming up soon. <laughs> it's um, it's in Cancun. Yeah, there'll be a couple in Cancun. So, um, <clears throat> and it's it, there's no drugs, no alcohol at it either. So there's no interference. Anyway, the it's www.youryour life, L-I-F-E, the number two life, L-I-F-E dot com. You can always look me up on Facebook, Deb Nye. Deb Nye. Deb, this has been a delightful time. I cannot believe we are at time already. Thank you so much for being with us today. And listeners, if we're on the right track for helping you, supporting you, guiding you, assisting you in your business and in your life, Please like, subscribe, share this conversation with a friend. Let us know in some way that that we're on the right track and we're having the right conversations. I value that feedback. It's going to help us continue to make this show everything that it can be and so much more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. It's awesome. Fantastic. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed the show, help us share it by leaving us a review. 
Also, make sure to follow us at SpinFrogs, that's S-P-I-N-F-R-O-G-S, at Facebook and Instagram to be notified about our future episodes.